Salutations from the Hill Turn Podcast. It is I, the one and only. It's Devin Lee Crimes Jr. And I'm coming back around town with another NXT 2.0 review. And it's NXT Heat Wave. It's special, man. It's special. And it's special because we have the special counsel himself, the wise man to the tribal chief. Paul Heyman himself getting us ready, getting us hyped for NXT Heat Wave. And it's only fitting because Heat Wave was formerly an ECW pay-per-view. And as you know, Paul Heyman, ECW, you know, you know, it all goes hand in hand. It's perfect. And it was a perfect little shot, you know, hearing his voice, you know, going over the card and stuff. I'm like, okay, okay, we got Paulie in here, you know. Great little, you know, thing to get ready, you know, get everything started. But we officially got started with the NXT North American Championship match. Giovanni Vinci taking on the champion Carmelo Hayes. And I was expecting this match to be great. And it was. You know, I like both of these guys in the ring. They're both solid. My only issue is Trick Williams' interference. A bit all of that, everything was fine. It was a bit of was some two spots, I'll say, that were like probably a little sloppy. But it wasn't anything detrimental to the match. My only issue is towards the end. Trick Williams got involved. He rolled into the ring. Giovanni hit him with a power bomb. He tried to hit Carmelo with one as well, but Carmelo reversed it into a Hurricanrana, and that's how he got the pin, you know, with all the interference and stuff. I get it. And he retained his North American Championship, which I have no problem with, you know, until eventually it's time for him to drop it and move to something better. But my only thing is he can get these wins over these challengers with no help. It would be fine. Nathan Frazier is fine, no distraction. You know, uh, Giovanni, you know, it's fine if he beats him clean. There's nothing wrong with it. But for Trick to always have to get involved in these matches, I just don't, he don't need it. You know, I just, when I see it, I'm like, ah, again, you know, I'm like, can't get a just regular clean finish out here, I guess. But, all right, what can I do? He's still North American champion at the end of the day. I had no problem with that. What I do have a problem with, it's time in mind. I'm getting sick of this, man. I mean, for them to be... I mean, they the NXT Tag Team Champions, you know, the Creed Brothers. I mean, they doing something right. But to be fussing with each other every week, man, just every week. You sneeze... Man, what you sneezing for? You sneeze one more time, you got to go... You know, it's just like, dang, man. And Brut- uh, Julius Creed was saying like, hey, I've been looking over some footage over the week. I think I finally got what's all going on. I'm going to talk about it with all y'all in the ring. So Diamond Mind, they all come to the ring. And he's all like, Roderick, man, it's you, man. You keep messing with it. You keep doing stuff, bro. You know, we're going to have to handle you. And he's like, man, what you talking about? I ain't do nothing. You know, it's the same story we've been seeing. They had them all cornered and everything. And in the midst of all that, they got attacked by Gallus from NXT UK. And this is the funny part. 
that in mind, they're all in the ring, like, ah, my leg, ah, my God, my toe would hurt, oh. And I'm looking, like, I've seen this image before, like, where did I see this from? Then I had this dumb revelation. I'm like, this is what Apollo said in the future, man. It's stupid, man. What the, you know, I'm like, this Dassel Raven stuff, man. And I mean, you know, it's fine. Like, I, you know, that was the seed that was planted and it paid off in a dumb way. You know, like a light bulb went off in my head and I immediately was like, man, unplug that stuff, man. It's stupid. But yeah, Gallus, man, they're here from NXT UK, taking out the NXT Tag Team Champions, making a statement already. So I'm excited. I mean, we'll, we'll see. I prefer them doing anything with Diamond Mind and Diamond Mind just fighting themselves all day. So I thought we was going to get some type of conclusion there. They know they jumped Roddy and somehow he, you know, finds himself somewhere else. But I don't know. They need to quit. But we go to another culmination here. of Corey J and Roxanne Perez and their story of betrayal. I tried to make that as dramatic as I could. But to so this match, it was okay. It was all right. You know, really, this strength was really the story that it was telling from uh, the backstabbing that Corey J did to Roxanne Perez some weeks ago. And things were going fine until Roxanne had picked up Corey's. I don't know what it is. It's not a bat because it's too thin to be a bat. It's not a kendo stick because it just looked too shiny to be a kendo stick. It just don't look like one. I don't know what that thing is. It's not a nice stick. I don't know what it is. But Roxanne was holding this. You know, she was all hesitant talking about, you know, thinking about hitting Corway. And they're all like, don't do it. You better than this. Be above that. You know, all that, you know, stuff. And she hesitated. She finally put it down. But the thing is, she looked at the referee to put it down. Meaning she turned her back on her opponent, Cora Jade. And Cora Jade took that as an opening. And DDT'd her on that, whatever that thing is, man. <laughs> that stick. There we go. It's just a black stick, okay? DDT'd her on that. That's how she got the pinfall. And I don't want to say that this is necessarily the end for their feud. Only because we've seen Triff Tiffany Stratton and Wendy Chu are still going to go at it. I think next week. And that has way less substance, substance than this does. So if they can stretch that out, that sandwich with no no meat, no nothing, they can stretch this out. Not saying they need to, but they could. Another story that was stretched out was Tony D'Angelo and Santos Escobar. From all the sit-downs on boats and parks and all that good stuff, this family worked for that family. It's all accumulated to this. A street fight where if Santos Escobar loses, he has to leave NXT. And if Tony D'Angelo loses, nothing really actually changes. Everything kind of just actually go back to normal. So, I mean, what's the more exciting outcome here? But we'll get to that. The match, it was chaotic, okay? It was, it was made sense. It's a street fight. You got everybody involved, even though Tony just has one person in his corner because his other family member was sleeping with the fishes and he's washed up on the AEW shores and Tony Khan was like, hey, I got this, you know, this towel for you. You know, it's all good. But that's another story for another episode and another day. But this match, like I said, it was chaotic. You know, you got chairs, you got trash cans, all the works. And Tony D'Angelo was able to pull it out at the end. And Santos Escobar must now leave NXT. Now... Does that mean he's going to the main roster? I mean, it's a possibility. He may be going to SmackDown. He may go to Raw. But I'm not going to dig into that bag yet. You know, it's still time. 
it just seems like Tony is that man that, you know, you're running NXT running out. Okay. Tony, you know, handle it. You know, it's like, all right, he's just like, man, you, like Champa, like he was running near his end of NXT. He had to run through, uh, he had to run into Tony D'Angelo. Now he's, you see where he is now. Pete done the same thing. Now he's butch. Maybe not for long, but we'll see. But I mean, like I said, I was just happy to finally get a match. You know, to finally put a book into this entire story that's been going on for, I feel like, months. But it's fine. Like I said, we'll see. Raw or SmackDown for Santos? I don't know if Legato de Fantasma will join him. Because I think they're still technically supposed to be in NXT the way the stipulation was. But we'll see. We'll see. Well, we got Mandy Rose defending her NXT Women's Championship against Zoe Stark. And uh, this match, it was solid. It was a, it was not nah, it was a good match, and the story really was just Mandy working on Zoe's knee that she just you know recovered injury from, and toxic attraction. They were trying to get involved, but Nikita Lyons came out and she fought them to the back. They fought off, as they say, and the match continued. And Mandy was able to hold it down on her own. You know, she just kept working on that knee, and she hit Zoe with her knee strike, and that's what's been putting people away. And Zoe kicked out. And they're like, oh, nobody kicked out of that. What the heck going on? And Mandy Rose took Zoe Stark's knee brace, put it on her knee, and then did the knee strike again. And that's how she got the pin, which makes sense because, I mean, a knee brace should be sturdy, should be something tough. So that's smart. I don't have an issue with that at all. And I don't think it made Zoe Stark look bad or anything because, I mean, it was just that knee. I mean, you come out with a brace, and, I mean, that's a target for your opponent. And that just showed Mandy, like, you know, she sees that and she's going to take advantage of it. That's why she's champion so long. But we finally make it to our main event. The NXT Championship is on the line with Braun Breaker, the champion, defending his championship against J.D. McDonough. And this matchup was good. You know, I Braun Breaker had, like, majority of the offense, like, the first half of this match. And I'm like, well, shoot. I'm like, well, dang. They did all this, like, oh, I'm going to do this to you, Braun. I know how to ta- I know how to target you. I figured you out. And I'm like, man, you getting whooped right now. Like, you ain't figured out nothing. But eventually, he was able to get momentum on his side. And the match got slower. And he was starting to target Braun Breaker's shoulder and everything, his neck. And things started to really start to really come into play when Braun went to go spear him. And he was trying to recover because, you know, obviously, psychology-wise, the spear is going to also do some damage to his spinal, you know, neck area. As much as it's doing damage to J.D. McDonough. J.D. McDonough smartly rolls out the ring. Brown Breaker brings him back in. Spears him again. And he's taking the straps down. You know, it's about to be wraps. And y'all, you see in the camera, J.D. McDonough just behind him, just smiling, blood coming out of his mouth. Like, hey, that tickle, do that again. And spared him again, he did. And he slammed him, and that is how he got the win to retain his NXT championship. I, you know, building it up to this point where, like, it's like, you know, yeah, Ron Breaker obviously has the physical advantage, but JD McDonald's a surgeon. He's this analytical guy. He knows how to target you, break you down. That played a factor towards the, you know, towards the end of the match. So that's fine. I mean, great match for, like, the NXT championship to finish off the show. But before we could go home, you already know, somebody's going to come out, right? And it was the NST UK champion, Tyler Bate, came out. And look, I told you, I if Gallus earlier and 
Blair Davenport, she got into it with Indy Hartwell backstage. I mean, it was really quick, real slight. Andy Hartwell had like, you know, this little letter or picture of her and like it was like Index Forever because Dexter Loomis is back. And Blair Davenport from NAC UK just came up and was like, hey, um, Blair Davenport took a little letter, ripped it up. Boom. Look at that. Already starting this stuff, man. So it looks like NXT UK is invading NXT 2.0. I don't have a problem with that. I mean, it's unpredictable. I don't know what's going to happen. You got the NXT UK champion Tyler Bate, you know, just standing up next to Ron Breaker like, hey, I got one too, man. I'm, you know, I'm top dog too where I'm at, you know. We should holler at each other, you know. But, look, NXT Heat Wave, it had to be good. I mean, it was just, it had to be. I mean, it had higher stakes, you know, last week compared to this one. Night and day. You know, it wasn't a lot of goofy stuff, which I fear may be coming back next week, but, um, I'm going to savor the good times while I got them. So he, NXT Heat Wave, I thought was solid. Especially in ring work, I thought everything was solid. I had no problem. I'm in a much better mood than I was last week. Because, man, that was a stinker. But it makes me more appreciative for the shows we get like today. But something that you can appreciate as well is Izzy's review of AEW Dynamite. It shall be coming to you tomorrow, so be on the lookout. You know, put your head out the window, your sunroof. You know, if you got a convertible, you know, pull that thing back. Be looking for it, man, because when you find it and when it catches you, be ready. And I'm ready to clock out. It's been Devin Crimes Jr. here from the Hill Turn Podcast, and I will catch you guys next time. listening to the heel turn podcast check us out on itunes and spotify every saturday for more wrestling news and to be a part of the conversation make sure to follow us on instagram at the heel turn podcast and on twitter at underscore the heel turn want to join in on the conversation send in your thoughts comments and opinions to the heel turn hotline at 219-230-HEEL to get your text read on the next episode